You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Oh, I'm quite fine as we are getting ever closer now, less than six weeks till practice starts. It's amazing. It is uh, quite amazing. There's no doubt about it. And um, I'm very anxious for it. Uh, I'm tired of all the other crap that's gone on in college football here recently, and I'm ready for some, uh, some good stuff which would be the games themselves. Uh, Jimmy, I'm going to start off with a heartwarming story, literally. (laughs) Um, Oh, wow. Well, Devontae Smith bought his mama a new house. Really? Yeah. It's all over Twitter, and there's a video of him bringing her in and apparently brought her some cars, too. And I mean, it's just, you know, man, that's kind of what it's all about, right? I mean, that's... That's it's so cool. How do you not love that guy? <laughs> and I know looking forward fans- to seeing the video uh, now that you mentioned that. I'm looking forward to uh, checking this out. But no, that's that's awesome. And I'm assuming Devonte uh, bought a house for his mother in his hometown of Amit. I believe it's not it up is. In Philadelphia. <clears throat> My eyes were so um, leaky that I didn't even see where the house was. Um, <laughs> But I believe it was. Here's some advice. Here's some advice for Devontae. Buy homes in a meet, not in Philadelphia. I think that's that's pretty smart. But, you know, I said earlier, how can anybody not like this guy? And I'm sure some Auburn fans that listen to this go, oh, I don't like him. There's nothing he could do to make <laughs> me like him. I get that. I understand that. And I appreciate your passion. But I, I think appreciate you, them listening to the Alabama show. Yes, we do appreciate that, too. Um, however... I think that if you were to take the Alabama side away from it, that is, it's really, really cool. It's a good story. If Man, I'm telling you, Devontae is just a, God, I, I mean, I really want him to pan out in the NFL. And I read something on ESPN today. They talked about how uh, the, the first round picks are doing for each team. Uh, they talked sure. about Waddle and uh, his speed is really like catching everybody's eye. They said Patrick Sertan is really, kicking ass like the the even the veterans are like okay this dude came in ready to play um we've heard a lot about mac jones despite the fact that the madden game makes him look like he's <laughs> he's he just got out of juvenile detention because they just couldn't hold him anymore they were like you got, we we can't put you in real prison but we want to kind of look um yeah he looks Devon- like one of the uh I don't know video games, but he looks like one of the villains in Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> but no, he doesn't even look like the main villain. He looks like a villain you beat on the way to beating the main villain. You know, like the main villain <laughs> would thing, be a little bit more clean cut. Yeah, one thing's for damn sure. He doesn't look anything like Mac Jones. I mean, <laughs> nothing like Mac Jones. The only resemblance in the Madden game that they made to Mac Jones is this person had a head two arms and two legs. That was it. That was the end of the resemblance right there. You know, part of me was like, who's that some bitch that stole Mac Jones's jersey? <laughs> so, uh, but anywho, uh, and then they mentioned Devontae Smith and said he's really, really doing well. And like he's, he's, I mean, Philadelphia hadn't, they haven't, 
necessarily had the same kind of practices. I I don't remember something about their I can't remember, but they've had some funky practices. And they said he's he's doing well. I mean, he's he's really impressed with some of the catches he's made now. Of course, this is without helmets and pads and all this junk. But right. you know what I mean. Regardless, he's impressing. So I'm I'm pulling for him, man. I'm pulling for him so hard. And um, you know, hopefully it's going to work out. Absolutely, and it's more exciting, you know, pulling for Philadelphia because they have an Alabama quarterback, or at least what I would call 75% of an Alabama quarterback, and we'll let Oklahoma have the other 25% of Jalen. But, uh, yeah, it'll be fun rooting for Devontae with, uh, with, with Hurts throwing in balls. Jimmy, uh, first of all, Philadelphia opens up the NFL season at Atlanta on September, I think it's 13th or something like that. And my son is a big Eagles fan. I've told that story before about how, you know, I've never really gotten him into sports before, but for some reason – um, at one point he got, he started jumping on this Philadelphia bandwagon. And, um, so he's just a big Philadelphia Eagles fan. I have I mean, there's no tie All right. for anything. And so he just loves them. So, uh, I think I'm going to take him to that Atlanta game and now it's going to be cool. Cause I'll get to see Calvin Ridley and, uh, Devonte Smith and, um, boy, who else did Philadelphia drafted, um, Landon Dickerson, right? Landon Dickerson. Um, and then I think Atlanta's got another, uh, bammer, um, who else would they have? They, uh, they do. Uh, the Falcons have – man, this is – oh, A.J. McCarron. A.J. McCarron, that's right. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, maybe I can, you know, maybe I can get a signed something from somebody. It probably won't be any of them. It'll just be the dude I'm sitting next to. But, yeah, maybe I can get him to sign my program. Um, <laughs> hello, fellow – hello, fellow fan. Sign this. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not pulling for either team, and my son's an Eagles fan, but would you sign this for us? Um, anywho, uh, let me, let's, let's go ahead and take a break here because I want to get into our commitment on this next segment and, uh, just let you, you know, get your take on what this kid's going to bring to the table. But for now, I want to tell everybody about betonline.ag betonline.ag is the place to go to put that bet in. It's awesome. I love the site. Easy to navigate, easy to get around. That's what navigate means. And, um, you can go to betonline. Get your money in there quickly using promo code Locked On. Get a fifty percent welcome bonus. Can't beat that with a stick. And then you can bet on I don't know, you know, the Hawks or something. You can bet on the Braves if you want to. You can bet on the Mets if you want to. You can bet on reality TV. I, you know what? Next time I do this live read, I'm actually going to pull up the Bet Online dot ag website and log in and talk about some of the things on there because that's going to be kind of cool. I don't have the wherewithal to do that right now. So just everybody hang with me till the next live read. It'll be a, that's what we call a cliffhanger in the business. If you want to bet on cliffhangers, go to betonline.ag. Promo code locked on 50% welcome bonus. It's the best betting site on the interwebs. Go check them out. Betonline.ag. Also want to tell everybody about rockauto.com. All the parts your cart will ever need. Not your cart. Your car will ever need rock auto. But if you have a cart, I bet you rock auto's got something. Yeah, they got stuff for carts. <clears throat> I bet you they have carts. Sure. So rockauto.com, R-O-C-K-A-U-T-O.com. They'll have a little box. Say, how'd you hear about us? You put Locked On Bama. We'd appreciate it. But, you know, here's the thing. You don't need a promo code for Locked On, for, uh, excuse me, for Rock Auto. Because the prices are already so low. If you if they gave you a promo code, they'd be literally sending you money back. You'd be, okay, I'm using promo code Locked On. They'd be like, oh, my God, we got to send them a muffler and $25. This is unbelievable. Um that's how low their prices are. 
at rockauto.com. They're the best in the biz. It's a family business, and they've been in business for like 30 years. I mean, this is, they, they got it going on. Rockauto.com. You can't go to the big box store and get what you need. You don't even know what you're looking for. So what you do is you get your mechanic buddy to tell you you need um, uh, a rust-proofing Johnson rod. And then you go to, I don't know if that's the thing. I heard that on Seinfeld one time. But then yeah. you go to Rock Auto and you look it up and you buy it. And it's cheaper than where you could get it anywhere else. That's rockauto.com. Rockauto.com. Jimmy, we got a big commitment. Um, I, and I say big commitment. And look, I'm, I'm not going to pretend that I'm as excited about this one as I am about every other commitment we have. I mean, if I were ranking these guys right now, and this is no shot at him, I'm sure he's going to be very good, and obviously Nick Saban wanted him. I would put him at the bottom of our commitment list in terms of rankings. Again, that is not a shot at the kid. Being at the bottom of Alabama's commitment list is being at the top of many commitment lists across the country, so it's not a shot at the kid. I'm just saying he is a three-star and, you know, we've been sort of guffawing at the fact that Auburn has only been able to attract three stars lately. So I find it kind of weird that we take his commitment, Amari Niblack. Am I the only one that wants to say Nickelback every time when I see his name? Am I the I only one? Nye Black. Oh, it's Nye Black? Nye Black. I'm going with Nye Black, but I don't know. <laughs> I mean, uh, I was on the radio today and uh, said, said that name several times. I went with Amari Nye Black. Okay. This is the Phil Mathis Every- versus Federian Mathis thing. I mean, Phil Mathis does my taxes. Federian Mathis is my defensive lineman, right? <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's a great point. But once again, do we, I think we need to get up on our soapbox every time this happens. Why doesn't the recruiting industry people put the names of kids who aren't Smith, Jones, or Brown why don't they put their spell their names phonetically so day one the fans get, can get it right instead of us having to guess until you know CBS says it in a game three years from now and they probably say it wrong correct so we need phonetic spellings on our new players but I'm going with Amari Nyblack and I am with you in terms of. I mean, I hate being, being the fan that does this, but it, 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 there's a reason we have recruiting ranks, <laughs> and they generally do a pretty good job with them. Right. And this is a lowest – this will be one of your lower-rated kids that's a take for Alabama. But two things. This kid is not only camped at Alabama this year. He camped at Alabama as a younger kid and caught Nick Saban's eye back then. He was not new to Alabama uh, because he'd impressed us at camp you know, pre-COVID, you know, so Alabama's always liked this guy. Nick Saban's always liked this guy. I also think he plays the position where lower-rated kids end up big stars. Uh, I just watched a segment on NFL Network uh, yesterday, about 24 hours ago, and they had their experts on there saying, okay, who are the five best tight ends in the NFL? And and while, you know, I didn't have an opinion as to the list, these are the NFL experts, one thing that struck me is, I mean, these were not highly recruited guys out of high school. Travis Kelsey, I mean, raise your hand if you remember Travis Kelsey's recruitment out of high school. Raise your hand if you remember George Kittle's recruitment out of high school. Raise, Rob Gronkowski's the greatest tight end of this generation. None of y'all remember his recruitment either. So... It's this position more than any other 
where three stars end up being gigantic NFL stars. And that is, for one reason, it is a developmental position. Everybody's got to work on something, okay? So Amari, he's going to get to Alabama, and he's going to be a talented pass catcher. And that's great. But he's not going to get on the field until he develops into at least a legitimate blocker at the line of scrimmage. And then you can look at the other end of, end of the – Caden Clark or Robbie Oos. They're going to be really good blockers because that's why Alabama signed them. They're going to be natural guys at getting linebackers blocked. What do they have to work on? Running routes and catching the ball. So you can just – it's very hard to find guys that, that can do both at an NFL ability. So, you know, let's see. I mean, I think Nyblock's going to be an excellent receiver – uh, in the Jaleel Billingsley sense. And Jaleel's been great. And, and was he a guy that was a five-star? No, he wasn't even a four-star. I mean, Billingsley I was Billingsley another. Billingsley was a four-star. I think he was. He was? Okay. He, I'm going to look was, it up I, while you're talking. If he was, I don't remember it well. If he does, I do not remember it well. But I will say this. Billingsley wasn't a headliner in his class, yet today he looks like he could potentially be a first-round pick when he leaves Alabama, potentially. So yeah. I'm – I'm not, uh, not going to say that I'm as excited about getting Amari Nyblack as I am about uh, Ty Simpson or Robert Woodyard or Emmanuel Henderson or Le'Veon Moss. I- I'm not as excited about Amari as I am about those guys. But I generally don't get too worried about three-star tight ends because they're all over the NFL. Jaleel Billingsley was a four-star. He was number 308 player in the country. Uh, number 11 tight end. <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, perfect example, by the way. I, hey, this is just a Jimmy Stein thing. And uh, this is a, a Jimmy Stein thing. When you say 308, that must be in the composite. I guess. I, I mean, think that 308 was, was, was in the composite. Uh, here, here, here's a Jimmy Stein thing, and, and y'all can steal this from me if you want or ignore it because it's more fun, you know, when you say, hey, my guy's a four-star. In my opinion, the, the star system was literally created – and modeled after the NFL draft. And that's why there are roughly 32 five-stars, because those are the first-round picks. And there's roughly 250 guys who are four-stars, because there's roughly 250 guys selected in the NFL draft. So a player that's 308, he might have four-stars by his name for whatever reason. But if you're below 250, you're not a four-star to me. Because four-stars should be rounds, you know, the top 250 guys are, are, are draftable or drafted, and they should be four stars. But anyone after 250, I'm sorry, you're a three star to me. <laughs> I'll let him know. Um, <laughs> Jimmy, let me, let me, this is kind of odd. I got to read this whole thing. This is what Amari uh, Nablack, Nablack, you know, Amari yep. N put out there. What if we're, what if we're both wrong and it's a Mary? Niblick. <laughs> but anyway, would, would it shock anyone if we were both wrong? No, no one would no. be shocked. Someone's only going to be shocked to find out we're right. All right. Here's what he said that he tweeted this out or put it on his Instagram or whatever. First of, it, it's not, he misspelled off, which is never a good start, but first of, I would like to give God all the glory for where I am today. I would also like to thank my parents. They are the real MVPs. They helped me get this far and always made sure I kept my head during these hard times. I would like to thank my coaches, especially Coach Moore, most of all for shaping me and teaching me and letting me play the sport I love with him 
and to be able to build a bond with him. And I will be forever thankful to those people who made a big impact in my life. It has been a gold mine of mine to play D1 college football and to play with the right people. With that being said, I will be committing to the University of Alabama Roll Tide Crimson Tide. First of all, he his first his second sentence is the longest sentence in the history of sentences. <laughs> it has it has one comma. It needs seven periods, um, and then he <laughs> and then he and then he said, um, "It's been it has been a gold mine to play D one college football." I know he meant goal of mine. I'm sure he was doing like the translator thing on this wonder, or whatever. Yeah. I wonder if he said it out loud and it translated, you know, like we talk text. And this is, and I'm not making fun of him. This is exactly the same thing that I would tweet out, but it's just, <laughs> it's just kind of funny that it's going to invite a lot of Dodge charger jokes when he says it has been a gold mine to play D one college football. <laughs> I mean, if we're, giving out, uh, if we're giving out chargers to the uh, number 398th ranked player in the country, we're doing this wrong. Yeah, I agree with that. That's that's some Auburn shit right there. Yeah. yeah. Um, all you right, give Jimmy, two chargers me... to guys in the top 100. That's what you do. Jimmy, let me let me tell everybody about Built Bar. BuiltBar.com. Go check them out. B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R.com. Um, I'm trying to spell these things out for fear that some of you out there can't spell. But even if you can't spell, you can go to BuiltBar.com now because I laid it out there for you. Built Bar is delicious, nutritious, good for a keto or keto diet, as Jimmy has told us. Um, you can maintain or lose weight. It's covered in chocolate. Um, they're just delicious. They got a multitude of flavors. Go check them out. Use promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off that order. LOCKED15. This, If you order from them once, you will order from them again. That is a guarantee. That is a guarantee. Locked on Bama guarantee. Stamp it. It's certified. That guarantee is. Go to BuiltBar.com, and I promise you, it will not be the last time you go to BuiltBar.com and place an order. BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCK15. You will not regret it. All right, Jimmy, final segment here. Um, and I need to wrap up really quickly. So what I'm just going to say is, uh, not feeling too optimistic about Josh Primo coming back. He, he apparently is killing yeah. it at the combine. Good for him. If he's drafting the first round, it's going to remind me of when Kareem Jackson went pro early from Alabama and, and the day went pro early. I'm like, what the hell is he thinking? And then he went in the first round and he's been an NFL superstar ever since. He's made like about $690 gazillion. Um, if Primo stays in the first round, I will call him not only a first-round pick, but a, a prophet, uh, because I did not see, I did not really see that coming back from day one, but uh, but good for him. But but this is what, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of talking through this because I don't really know how I feel about it, but if I said Alabama is going to win the NCAA men's tournament next March Madness, that Alabama is going to win the whole thing, by all logic, if Primo, a first-round pick, leaves the team and leaves the roster, don't I have to back off that? I mean, I think you should. Can, can, <laughs> can Alabama survive the loss of a first-round pick and still do things like make it to a Final Four or, or win a national championship? So I'm just saying I have to think it through. I want to see the roster uh, – 
you know, when school starts in the fall. But uh, I'm not saying I'm growing pessimistic about the season. I'm just saying that if Alabama loses a first-round pick off the roster, I'm not sure what that's going to do to my expectations for the season. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, if 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 you're a, a foot model and you get an ingrown toenail, you're not going to be a foot model for a little bit. I mean, that's if if Josh Primo leaves the team, you, we can't be ranked number one in the Jimmy Stein preseason poll. It just can't happen. <laughs> I mean, how how do you justify that? How, how do you ju- you are some kind of fan out there if you're like. <laughs> Yeah, I know Primo's a first-round pick, but we won't miss him. Yeah. We won't miss him. That won't affect anything. That has no effect. And I know what some people are going to say. Uh, duh, J.D. Davison. Duh, Javon Quinterly. Duh, Keon Ellis. Duh, Namari Burnett. Duh. And I realize these are all good players. But, hey, Kentucky's really good. You know, we know Kentucky Wildcats are good. They picked up the Georgia basketball transfer, and, and that'll make them even better. But if you told me during the summer – that Kentucky unexpectedly lost a first-round pick, I would tell you, well, Kentucky's not winning the national championship next year. They might win a lot of games, but they're not winning the whole thing. Right. So why am I going to feel any different when it's my team? So it's, it's got to affect the expectations, at least to a degree. All right, buddy, that's going to do it for this episode. Everybody have a great weekend. We will be back on Monday. And until then, roll tide. Roll tide.